Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabby. Thanks for tuning in. So today I'll be talking with you all about just trusting God. So as many of you guys know, we have our Discover Your Purpose conference happening. And if you're listening to this right now or watching, it probably already did happen. So um, I'll put the link below so you guys can actually watch and, and tune in to see how it was. But anyways, I want to just share my experience, you know, and planning this because I have found that, you know, no matter what we've gone through in life, God is always going to continue to grow our faith and we're never going to stop trusting God. You know, there's always going to be something you have to trust God for. And so, you know, with this Discover Your Purpose conference, it has its new challenges. And every year that we do this conference, there's always new challenges. I remember um, the second year that we did it, or the first year we did it, we had to find the location. You know, that was the hardest thing. The second location, um, we had to get all the money we needed within a week. You know, there, there's always something that is going on. And so with this year, um, I think a lot with what added to it was just the busyness that I had on top of, you know, hosting this conference while still being a ministry, you know, school student and you know running our business running the ministry having a baby doing the logistics so like everything you know was just so just so much to do and i remember at one point i just broke down crying um the lord had actually led me to this verse and we're gonna read more of this verse here in psalm 56 but i'm just gonna read one verse here it says um in psalm 56 3 david writes when i am afraid i put my trust in you and the moment I read this verse, I just started tearing up because it was in that moment when the Holy Spirit showed me that I've been feeling so stressful and weary because I haven't been trusting God. And it wasn't necessarily the doing that was wearing me out, but it was in the worries, the what ifs, right? And we don't realize this, but worry, it's not something that we can see physically in our eyes weighing us down, but worry is adds such a huge burden to you. When you tolerate worry, when you tolerate fears, you're actually carrying so much weight that you can't see with your physical eyes, but it's a spiritual battle, right? There's a spiritual heaviness that you're carrying. And that's really what God was showing me was that I was becoming weary because I wasn't trusting God. And, you know, with so many of the logistics happening, God knew, you know, he, he knew I was gonna be busy. He knew that I was a mom. He knew I was in ministry school. He knew that I was still helping my husband with our business, but, he knew that with his spirit, I could do these things. And so it wasn't the assignment that was wearing me down. It was really the worries and the fears. And so I want to challenge you all that are listening right now. What are things in your life that maybe you have invited worry in? You know, and maybe there might be some things where you do have to logistically cut things out, right? And making sure that what you say yes to is what God wants you to do. And it's not too much. Like those things are for sure needed. But when God is asking you to do something, we can number one trust that He will give us the grace to do it. He'll give us, you know, there's a verse in the Bible where it says, not by power or might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Like it's God's spirit, it's Him working through us that will help us. But many times when we are feeling weary, we have to check to see, am I tolerating worry? Because God makes it so clear in the scripture. He says, do not worry about tomorrow. 
right? For tomorrow will handle itself. God says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. You know, he has good plans for us. Matthew 6, you know, some of the verses that I just quoted just now, where God says, seek first, right? My, my kingdom and my righteousness and everything else will be given to you. You know, he continues to remind us, therefore do not worry. So that's what I really want to encourage you all. We're gonna obviously go through scriptures today, but I really just wanna start off with inviting you to examine your heart and to examine your life where you've possibly tolerated worry. And so I wanna start off with um, sharing in Matthew 11, 28 to 30. And in this passage, actually, I, you know, God's really been speaking to me on this, but as I was just in this moment of worry, God reminded me of this. So I'm gonna read it here. It says, Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that's the key. Like we all have a burden to carry. God even tells us if we want to follow him, we have to be willing to carry our cross. But Jesus promises that the burden will be light. Why? When we are yoked with him, the burden becomes light because he carries the majority of the burden. And I share this in the last video and podcast that I did. So if you listen to it, you probably remember this, but I'm going to say it again. You know, like this first part where Jesus says, come to me all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Now the key thing about this verse right here is the next verse where it says, where Jesus says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. And so Jesus invites us to take upon his rest but we take upon his rest by taking upon his yoke and learning from him you know many times we think that rest is just us coming to jesus in that moment and that's it you know of course we need to come to jesus but after that we need to be yoked with him we need to learn and see jesus what are you doing in this moment what are you what is your perspective in this matter right that's learning from jesus we have to live our lives tuned to what the holy spirit is saying and what he's doing and what he's thinking you know, like that's what doing life with Jesus is like. Imagine the disciples when they got to walk with Jesus, they got to see Jesus. In fact, he got to speak into their lives. And so now we have the Holy Spirit who is Jesus himself, but he lives in us and he speaks to us and he guides us. There's even a verse in Psalm. I think it's, I don't remember where exactly in Psalm, but it says, I will guide you with my loving eye on you. God promises that. And Jesus says, I will send you the advocate and he will remind you of all things. In John, you know, Jesus speaks of that. And so these are things that we have to take note. You know, are we looking and learning to Jesus? Because he promises that when we do, we will find rest. When we follow his ways, you know, we're going to find the route that leads to peace. When we think how he thinks, we're not going to carry on this unnecessary burdens. And so now, like when I fall into worry, I ask God, God, what is your perspective in this matter? And whatever he says, or if he brings up a scripture, I just partner with that scripture, right? I say, God, I thank you. I don't have to be afraid. You're going to hold this together, right? This is your event. You're going to bring the right people. You're going to do this. And so I just want to encourage you all, whatever challenges that you're facing, just trust God. In John 14, 26, Jesus says, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of, of everything I have said to you. And so Jesus calls the Holy Spirit an advocate. An advocate is someone that helps you, is there for you. So we have the Holy Spirit. So don't forget that. Whether you're a mom, a dad, a busy CEO, a student, a minister, a pastor, whatever your role is, remember, you are not called to worry. You are called to abide in Jesus and live 
being filled with the Holy Spirit. So I want to go back and read into Psalm 56 where I um, mentioned earlier that verse. I'm going to go a verse back when Psalm 56, 2 to 3, it says, David writes, My adversaries pursue me all day long, and their pride many are attacking me. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. And so when I read this verse, it really encouraged me because the context of this is that David's life is at stake, right? He says, my adversaries pursue me all day long in their pride, they are attacking me, you know? And when I read that verse, I'm like, God, like my life, like, you know, my physical life isn't even at stake. And here I am worrying and not trusting you, you know, but David here, even though he, his life was at stake, he still chose to not be afraid. And we have to also ask ourselves if we were ever presented in a place like David, where there's persecution, where our lives are at stake, we still don't have the excuse to be afraid. We need to trust God, right? I love Psalm 27. It says, the Lord is my stronghold. He is my light. Whom shall I be afraid of? So we need to remember that we have God, that he is our salvation. He is our stronghold. He is our fortress. He holds our lives together. He sent his son Jesus to save us. Out of his mercy and love, he lavished us so we can have eternal life. Like God didn't even withhold his son. So what else would he withhold us from? So when I read this, I was just convicted because I'm like, you know, David here, even though his life was at stake, he still trusted God. So I wanna encourage you all, whatever you're going through, right? It says, when I am afraid. So when you are afraid, make this declaration. I put my trust in you. And that's why, you know, I titled this teaching, Just Trust God, because we have to make that decision. Will we trust God or not? Right? It's, it's not something that we have to wait for our circumstances to change. We have to choose to put our trust in God. And the moment we do, the moment we give God our, our, our worries and fears and we pray, His peace that surpasses all understanding will actually guard our heart. Like we'll be at peace even though things don't make sense. And it's scriptural because in so and sorry, Philippians 4, right? Like Paul even tells us, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything through prayer, right? With, and supplication with thanksgiving, bring your request to God and the peace of God that transcends all understanding will guard your heart. And there's been so many times where like, I would have so many like legit reasons to be worried. But I, when I give it to God, like there's just a supernatural peace that covers me. And, and I've always seen God come through. And that's what I would encourage you all to is walk by faith, you know, because faith, you know, the Bible says walk by, um, walk by faith, not by sight. And so that shows us that faith is always going to require us to walk according to what God says. We may not see it with our physical eyes, but we can still believe for it. We can still put our trust in God. And faith is truly rooted in our hope in the Lord and trusting God. We can't have faith if we don't trust God. So whatever you're facing, when you say, God, I'm afraid, but I choose to trust in you, that's you saying, I'm inviting faith in and I'm choosing to walk in faith. Psalm 56.10 says, In God I will praise His word. In the Lord I will praise His word. Give praise to God. Remember who God is. When we talk about just trusting God, it's going to look like something. It's going to look like our thoughts change, our words change, right? Like uh, what we do changes, how, especially our thoughts, you know, like when we say we trust God, it doesn't mean that we continuously think about our worries. It means we hand it over to God and we renew our mind instead with who God is. We declare who he is. One thing I love whenever I'm worried is I find a verse and I just replace that, that worry with a verse. There was a season in my life where I was 
you know, financially struggling with my husband. We didn't know where rent was going to come. But every time Mary would come, I would, you know, speak that verse in 2 Corinthians 9. And I would say, I thank you, God, that you were able to bless me abundantly so that at all times I can abound in every good work. You know, just replace it with God's word. Give God praise. And so I want to end this message with um, Psalm 121, 1-2. to two. It says, I lift my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And even this is a great verse to just declare. When you're worried, when you have situations or circumstances that you can't control, this is a great verse to just state and declare. And I love how this verse says, I lift my eyes to the mountains. It's like in those moments where you're struggling or it, like the disciples, they're in the middle of a storm. That's the time to look up. Right, because when you just look around you, you're not going to find hope because there's no, there is no hope. Your situation is bad. But in those moments, we have to remember to look up, to look up to the mountains and remind ourselves, where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Let's practice looking up at Jesus while we are struggling through our issues. Let's not focus on what we're going through, but rather looking up on him who is our true help. When you remember who God is and when you choose to trust in Him, you're inviting faith in. And that's really what I want to encourage you all, is to look at Jesus, to behold Him. You know, today I was meditating on Psalm 27 where it says, one thing I ask, and David actually writes this one too, but he says, one thing I ask and one thing do I seek, that I may dwell in the temple of the Lord and gaze on His beauty and to seek Him. And I was just praying today, I'm like, Lord, that's, that's, that's my goal for life every day. You know, yes, we're responsible for many things, but like, let this just be our goal, to behold the beauty of Jesus and to seek Him. Because when we get that right, we will get everything else right. And just remember too that you're not alone in the assignments that God has called you. He's called you to do it with Him, right? He's using you as a vessel. And so we don't have to walk in fear. You know, in fact, He's doing it through you, right? Through His Spirit. And so I just want to pray for you all. God, I thank you so much, Lord, for every single person who's listening. I pray right now, Lord, that every fear that they've been tolerating would be cast down right now in the name of Jesus. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would show them verses that they get to cling on and renew their mind in. I pray, Lord, that from this day forth, moving forward, that they would not tolerate worry, that they would not tolerate fear. I feel like some of you guys have just been tolerating the same fears and thoughts in your mind, and it's time to cast them out. They're lies from the devil. So God, I just pray right now, Lord, that your peace, God, would cover them. Your supernatural peace would just cover their hearts and they would declare and trust in you and that you would deposit, God, wisdom and strategies, Lord, that you would deposit even a greater level of faith in their hearts, God, to see you come through. Because you promised, Lord, that, that when we don't give up, God, that you will come through. We won't be disappointed, Lord. As long as we don't give up and throw away our confidence, Lord, you promised that when we don't do that, Lord, we will be richly rewarded. So help us to continue to cling to you, to behold you, Jesus. I pray right now for every single listener that you would help them, Lord, to fix their gaze on you in the midst of the stress, in the midst of the anger, in the midst of the hurt, God. Lord, reveal yourself to them. Show them how much you love them. Show them your beauty, Jesus. Show them how much you love them. Show them, God, your nail, your, your, your hands, God, with with the, near, near, with the holes in, from your, in your hands, Lord, from the cross, God. I pray, Lord, that you would just show them, God. 
give them, God, a greater revelation of who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. So I pray that you have been blessed by this message. And if you have, please, please consider giving to our ministry. You can give a one-time donation or even partner monthly. You know, we do so many things like our conference I mentioned before, which you can again watch on our YouTube channel um, or on our Facebook page too. But like, there's so many things that we're doing. And even these videos, these resources, you know, it requires so much more than myself. So everything, you know, um, needs finances. So you get to be a part of the work that God is doing and the lives that are being impacted, even if you can only give $5, whatever that amount is, please prayfully consider giving. So you can give at livingrevelations.com slash donations. And if you've been blessed by this, please also share in the comments. If you're listening on the podcast, please write a review too. We love hearing what God is doing. It always encourages me and our team just seeing what God is doing. So thank you so much. God bless you. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Hi, my name is Taylor. My name is Clara. Hi, I'm Kathy. My name is Iridia. Revelations has so much seed in my life. By just being a community. By first bringing a community that's kind of just all over the world. Getting to be surrounded by such a community with like people who have like such a fire for the Lord. The Lord really put me into a place of faith and showing me what it really means to serve Him. I have been so blessed to get so close to a couple of the girls that are in the community. I grew up in the church, but I wasn't really living my life the way I am now for the Lord. I'm just so thankful that we're all able to pray together, worship together, read the word together, study together. Living Revelation has also helped me to zone in to the calling that God has over my life. I'm very much planted and I'm, I feel God really just um, bringing me to different uh, levels in my life. I hope that you can all also feel like the same kind of um, blessing and help through a Living Revelations or even through Gabby. So thank you so much. We have seen the greatest transformation in the girls we disciple through our online Bible studies. Our online Bible study is a place where we dive deep into the Word, learn how to grow our relationship with God, and build community. We have had over 140 girls from over nine countries be a part of our online Bible studies. Our podcasts have had over 16,000 downloads. Our social media posts are reaching 120,000 people weekly. Our blogs too have reached around 17,000 people, hitting almost every continent in the world. We are looking to raise $30,000 this coming year to produce study guides to help others study the Bible, to build a team to produce more media, and to expand our online Bible studies and conferences. Our goal is to transform lives to love Jesus. You can give and partner with us today at livingrevelations.com slash donations. Hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.